Hey friends, I just wanted to give you a little update for this podcast in particular. You're going to notice that it is a little shorter than normal, and that's because me, Chris, well, I had some technical difficulties with the internet, and so Ruben and I were not able to actually record the extended portion where we talk about news, things that we're looking forward to, and our exclusive movie review. Uh, Apologies for that. We should be back next week if I can get all my internet issues sorted out. Hopefully I can. Uh, but for now, we hope you just enjoy this, and we thanks so much for, uh, for tuning in. Hey, and welcome back to The Best Thing You Watch This Week. It's Chris from Movies and Munchies and Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. Hi, how are you? <laughs> welcome to America. <laughs> hey, welcome to the UK. <laughs> I'm confused already. <laughs> it started off really What's well. What's going on? <laughs> I, I don't know. Why are we here? Okay, so <laughs> if, you, if you connect with us weekly, then you'll know the shenanigans we get up to but basically what we do is we talk about the best thing that we watched this week an amalgamation of stuff that we want to put on your list that you might enjoy and bring some analytical minds to it somewhat a bit of fun we also do an audio exclusive where we talk about an exclusive movie and we do a patreon and this week sadly we're talking about our fav our favorite kind of top five projects that lance reddick was involved with thank you yeah i could see you mouthing get get the get the name right <laughs> uh and so we're going to do that so if you want to see what your what are yours what ours was then please join us don't forget it's literally just one pound to join us on there and you get a cornucopia what? how much chris one pound that's yeah, like man. that's like a mcdonald's soda that's incredible yeah i mean mcdonald's cheeseburger is more expensive than that here so uh, <laughs> we and used to our get quality to... is better yeah yeah probably <laughs> um okay so that's mostly all of the socials out the way i think yeah yeah, yeah. so welcome thank you for joining us uh chris uh you do the movie quizzes quote quizzes uh you still haven't been fired even people in the comments were saying don't fire chris so i'll I'll let it go for now. I guess. I a fan club. Yeah, you do. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk us through the the winners of last week? Yes. Uh, well, Tara Briscoe, she got all three. So good job there. Congratulations. Uh, the answers. Yeah. This is um, the answers. I I don't know. Maybe they were. Who knows? Anyway, the answers. Friday. Oh yeah. The original nice. Friday. Nice. Scream. Yep. I think I guessed that and one. And then A Fish Called Wanda. I definitely didn't get that one. Oh, man. I think I've seen it once. Yeah. <gasps> oh, maybe it's funny. that's it's one great. of the ones that we should, we should rewatch. Oh, we should definitely put that on our... It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, put that on our list. I, I like that film. I know cool. I've seen it once, but I know I like it. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I love the British humor. But oh, then you great. have the, the, the American idiots within the British humor, which makes that's, it even all It's better. John Cleese, right? Yeah, John Cleese, mm. uh, Kevin Klein, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, and Jamie. Yeah, of course. Great cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely also, going on our list. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's got, it's got more than John Cleese from the Monty Python uh, mm. group. There's a uh, who I can't remember his name. Ken is from uh, Pythons. So, okay. anyway. Nice. 
Yes. This week. This all right, week. I got three new ones. All right. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Bullet immunity. You have bullet immunity. Oh, I think I might know that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second one. It doesn't matter if racing never changes. What matter is if we let racing change us. Each one of us has to find a reason to do this. You don't climb into a T-180 to be a driver. You do it because you're driven. Nice. I think I know that one as well. Cool. This one, I I debated on which part of the quote I wanted to use. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be fairly easy, but that's okay. This is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be painful or, or overly, overly difficult. But, okay, here we go. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. Your mind is working. Yeah, it is. Like It's working overtime. Uh, yeah, I could have a guess on the third. The second one, I don't think I've even seen, but I know it's one of your favorite films. Um, if I think, if I, th if I know what I think it is. Uh, huh. Okay. Oh, well, it'll be interesting to hear your guesses later. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, Do you, have you ready for, for a us? question? I, I am. I am. <laughs> okay. This week, I'd like you to name 20 Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. <laughs> oh, well, that's not going to happen. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Do you know how I, many he's done? So he's done many. a crap ton of them, but I don't know all of them. I mean, I know he's done what? So we got Bloodsport, Universal Soldier, um, <clears throat> JCVD, mm. uh, the one of the Expendable movies. Yep. I don't know. I don't remember which one like he was the in. Third one, I think. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <sighs> kickboxer. <laughs> nice. Okay. Should we um, say ten? <laughs> if we can go seven, that's going to be impressive here. Um, See, he oh. had all those string of movies that were like, I don't even know. Okay, so uh, Sudden Death. Oh, yes. Uh, Hard Target. Time Time Cop? Time Cop. Okay. Yep. Some of those uh, early early to mid-90 ones. No Retreat, you know, No Surrender. One. I think that's one. Hmm, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, Cyborg. Have I seen that? When did he that gets, come he out? He nailed to a cross on that one. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that one because it, it it's okay. <clears throat> uh, just think of the face where he goes when he's doing the splits and he's like um, a double impact. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where he plays two of himself. Two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> there was one he was just in on Netflix too, um, like when the last two years ish. Uh, I didn't think it was very good, okay. but um, <clears throat> um, UFO, which I helped make. <laughs> That's right. You were. 
<laughs> That's why. I mean, I've only was, heard of a that. A company was forgetting. There's like, uh, I think it's called Alien Uprising now. They even changed the name. Yeah. Oh, they changed it. Mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a really great film, guys. You should totally watch it. <laughs> See, I think even if you were to combine like uh, Steven Seagal and Jean Claude Van Damme movies, I'm not sure I could name 20 total. You know, we're missing some like oh, yeah, really no, big ones. Well, and he had that, you know, like the the late '80s going into the early '90s, where there was that that surge of over the top uh, action and then sci fi action movies, mm. and some of them I remember fondly. I'm not sure how well they hold up. Um, Master Croc in uh, Kung Fu Panda Three. Oh, really? See, yeah. I haven't seen three, so oh, that's that's three. also part of the problem there. Lovely, because yeah. you learn all about. Um, Poe's uh, family in that one. Mm. Mm. I remember you saying that that was a great, like as a trilogy, yeah. it's a really good story and a, a well-rounded one. Yeah. So, hmm. Did we get there? How many did we do? I think that was 10. Ah, okay. It certainly wasn't 20. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he was also <laughs> Master Croc in Kung Fu Panda 2. Um, I've just I'm looking on IMDb now, and the list is crazy. Oh, I bet. M- Maximum Risk: The Quest, Street Fighter, of course, Street Fighter, the movie. Oh, that's that's the one with uh, what's his name? Um, R- R- Jewel R- Gomez R- Adam, Raul Julia. Yeah, Raul. yeah, yeah. Uh, the Last Action Hero. He was in that. What? He was in that. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Death Warrant, A Wall. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, that was a bad, I, bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all of those John, 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 I, mean, Jean, I don't even know Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yes, fans out there, this was a good choice. You know, you, you, yeah. Let many, us know, I mean, like, let us know your top five Van Damme because the the top five I think are actually pretty good. Like there are really fun films you can go to. Time Cop, Hard Targets. Uh, I thought Kickboxer. Kickboxer. I remember liking Kickboxer. Kickboxer and Bloodsport, very oh, integral we, to his. Yeah, yeah maybe like, I'm not sure which one I'm. I'm they're both remembering more. Good, uh, but definitely like the Muscles from Brussels back in the day was so <laughs> so popular. Um, all right, so I'm going to keep these going every week, but oh. what you guys can do is. Give us a top three of who you would like us to guess. And we'll do it together so that oh, it's nice. not just on Chris. And we'll do like 15 to 20, combine our brain powers. And hopefully uh, I'll just look at the name. I'll choose one of them or we can both choose one of them. And then we'll try and see how good our movie brains are as the sun peaks. It is crescendo. <laughs> and I'm like it's- super white. <laughs> Look how white there's like a meteor coming into your room. What's going on there? Armageddon (laughs) too. Well, this is—you heard it here first, guys. (laughs) Oh, the the joys of doing things in different time zones. Oh man. Oh goodness. Also showing me how dusty my screen is. (laughs) Oh, that's. Oh, see, at least we can't see the dust there. But that is funny at how. How bright it's getting, even because though it's, and it's now it's peaking. starting to go again. Yeah, it's yeah, just peaking, and it's about to be nighttime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Funny. 
funny. Well, mm, okay. as the sun begins to burn you up, yeah. uh, should we dive into um, the things that we watched? Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to this week because there was a lot. There was a lot. And there was a lot of good yes. stuff, I think. Yeah. I- I had I had a handful of good things. Yeah, hmm. I was actually I was actually surprised. And I think I th- because we watched enough stuff, there there won't be overlap. There be. could be overlap, but I don't think there's. I don't you think know? there'll be that much. No. Yeah. Um, I think you have more than me. So why don't you start this week? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I got to see this early, um, and. It's John Wick 4. Yes, you are just absolutely I'm just going to close up. the curtain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. That instantly changed <laughs> things. That was... That, oh, okay. That just, just a white forehead now. <laughs> instantly changed it. That's, that's amazing there. All okay. right. Well, so like I was saying, I got to see John Wick 4 early this week not um, jealous at and, all <laughs> dude okay so i'm gonna i'm totally gonna stay away from spoilers mm-hmm. but i've watched a couple of reviews since i put out my review and mm. it's so funny how everybody is kind of on the same same page with this that it's it is so much fun it is i mean it is everything like more mm. you know the the fight scenes the action sequences they are long and you you could say they're yes i have a question okay as you're going into it (laughs) it's a long movie it is it's two hours and 49 minutes yeah did you feel that no i'm excited i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) no because like like the action sequences i mean they they could be legitimately like maybe 15 or 20 minutes long i mean which to put in context the and i always go back to this one you know when i hear like oh well that's really long or that's a long the last fight the climactic fight in um end game avengers end game <laughs> yeah. is an hour, an hour long yeah so you know what i mean a 20 mm-hmm. minute action scene no big deal but it's it's crazy at what happens i mean if you like i was laughing out loud um in and kind of those abrupt like oh so many times because the the violence that would occur was just so abrupt i mean it just you would see things are we dis are we you know setting aside some disbelief here absolutely but we have from the very beginning you know that this is just it's john wick is he's john wick mm-hmm. you know and because he's the star of the movie he's gonna take a beating and keep going um you do see him like hobble sometimes or he <laughs> gets up and you know he's <laughs> has to take a breath and stuff but the um the choreography the fight stunts in this wow i mean just monster time huge and very entertaining and a lot of variety now you'll have like you'll have a um one action set and so it will encompass like a lot of similar action but then when you move to another location and a different thing it's well some of the action is still the same you know because i mean they're shooting or whatever but you get to experience different ways that they're uh that they're doing their stunts and they're doing the hand-to-hand combat Mm. um and honestly the story i thought the story was pretty good i mean it's simple because it's 
I mean, it's it's John Wick on the run, right? Yeah. And he's trying. He's being pursued by everybody, and he's trying to get his place or get himself not now hunted by the high table. It's okay. kind of the continuation from from number three. Well, is it is there, a continuation. Is there a story? For me, yeah, I yeah, it makes sense. You, there's a there's a motivation for what's going on, okay. um, especially because it's it's continuing on from from number three. Why, you know, why Winston did what he did, right? Why all of that happened? Um, yeah, because there was that moment where it ends, where you see Wick <laughs> falling. And you're like, oh my gosh, what have you done? How dare you? You with friends, you, like betrayal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, there's, I think there's a good. Um, From what I've seen in the trailers, it there, there seems to be a good amount of not just Wick, because he is oh. just one man. There seems to be a team versus a team, basically. Dude, so the the. The other characters that are in this, I mean, you have your returning ones like like Lance Reddick, yeah. um, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne. So you have them reprising their roles, which is great. Yeah. But then you have these additions like Bill Skarsgård. He does he do action? N- no, he's actually he's not. I mean, he does a tiny little bit, yeah. but he's more of like the the brains the menace the the um what's the word that i'm looking for like Mm. he's the mastermind behind this he's the driving force behind everything that's going after wick right and so he is he's is he menacing he is i mean he's and he's unhinged Mm. and um and the arrogance and the hubris that he has also really works. Nice. I mean, he's like, he's just, he's kind of pinkies up posh type of thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, but I don't know. I mean, the arrogance, I think, is what really, you know, comes into play. He's mm. very well dressed. I mean, just, it it's almost ridiculous at how he is. He's, he's so out of touch because he's so untouchable. Right. That you know that type of thing um and he's very privileged he's very just all of that that goes into it he does an amazing job but then good gravy um shamir anderson who he's been in um a bunch of things that i've seen in the last couple of years i think the first time that i really saw him or noticed him was in um a netflix movie that i did not like called I don't know, I remember what it was called. It's some sci-fi castaway, stowaway, stowaway. Mm. Um, I didn't enjoy the movie. Mm. He was the best part of that movie. Yeah. Um, he is amazing in this because he's he's a complexity and a wild card all at once. And you just you watch him. He's got a good sense of humor. He's got a good sense of timing. He's also um, this calm and patience that comes in, which is really good. And then Donnie Yen. Yeah, I was going to say, on a scale of excellent to masterful, where does Donnie Yen fall in this? Because if you've seen Ip Man, you understand how good he is and, and any of his other films, but you've seen him in Star Wars as well. And he kind of stole that movie for me. He did. Well, and you know, in, in Rogue One, he's blind. Yeah. You know, he's mm. and he's got his staff. Yeah. In this movie, he's also blind. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay. Dude, and he is... 
I mean, it, it's so good. It's so cool to watch him use his surroundings and use the tools that he has to help him fight. Mm. And I mean, the action is phenomenal, but it's also then also the banter that's there because he's, he, um, he's friends, former friends with John Wick. You know, I mean, they, they know each other. Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's these Kane, Wick. <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it, I nice. don't know. The dynamic, it works really well. The the action is, like I said, it's over the top. Um, I'm I'm curious now, and I got to say, because we had a, we had a, um, John, or not John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves at one point had said he will keep making John Wick movies until the fans don't want them anymore, which yeah. I'm like, yes. But then this week came out a statement um, in some kind of interview yeah. um, that both uh, Keanu and um, Chad Stelsky, yeah. or Stileski, uh, the director, had talked about how they're not sure where the franchise is going to go if it's going to continue from here. It's really going to depend on what the studio wants to do. Mm. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting there. Um, yeah, I think they said that they were going to keep making them if it goes crazy. Like, if people really enjoy this one, then they'll make it, but they're going to take a break from it, let it lie for, for a bit. We're still going to okay. get the Continental, as far as I'm aware, and I think there's mm -hmm. a spin-off something from the John Wick world coming as well. There's there's the Ballerina, which Ballerina. is a movie that with yeah. um, Ana de Armas, and yeah. that, I think, has has Keanu as a like a cameo in it. Hmm. Um, the, the Continental takes place like in the seventies or something. It's more of oh. Winston's backstory. Oh, interesting. And, okay. And the, and the hotel there. So I don't think, I don't think we'll see John Wick at all in that. Oh, weird. Um, oh, I guess I've changed that up because I, I read that Keanu would be in there, but he'd be too young then. He so, would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So unless maybe towards the end of it, they catch up or maybe there's flashbacks or flash forwards. Possibly. Maybe. I don't Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But this was, I mean, for me, this one is rivaling the first one. Interesting. Um, okay. For the amount of fun, the amount of just heart that it has, the, like, uh, it, it's way, way more action oriented with larger mm. set pieces. Um, the, we're globe hopping now, which is awesome. The, I was blown away too while I was watching at, the grandeur of some of the locations that they go into okay. like they're like i mean maybe 50 60 100 foot ceilings something like that in these buildings wow. there's one that's in i think it's in the louvre which i've never been to i would love to go to but like you see a character walking in front of these paintings and the painting is probably 20 to 25 feet tall Jeez. and so you have this you have this wide shot that, that encompasses the full painting and then some of the paintings on the sides of it that are also monstrous mm. and then the character walking in front and it really it's a great I mean it's just a great visual to show like how big things are when somebody will walk into a cathedral and it will just pull back and you see the monster just how tall it is and and the the characters dwarfed by their locations mm. and yeah it's I can't wait for you to see this. I can't wait for everybody to see this. I think if you, I mean, if you're, if you've liked John Wick, mm. then this one, yep, you're right there for it. I can't wait. You can walk out with a smile yeah. on your face. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to swap the battery. 
Okay. Because this one, for some reason, has dropped quickly. Doesn't <laughs> want to play. No. <laughs> As Ruben does that, I'm going to enjoy some coffee out of my very, very large coffee mug. Because, well, that's what it is. Enjoy it. It's five o'clock somewhere, and you don't know what's in this. Could be whiskey, could be vodka, could really be coffee, maybe even hot chocolate or tea. You'll just have to guess. Depends on how funny I get as we go along or how much my words slur or don't work. That'll give you a clue as to what's going on. What did you and do? And that is the story of how I fell. <laughs> Damn it. I'm <laughs> 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 dumb. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm good to move on. What's What's on your list? Okay, so this is one that came out on Thursday. It was actually meant to come out on Friday on Amazon Prime, but for some reason they dropped it early. So I had the screeners, I was watching the screeners, I looked at Prime and I was like, huh, okay, they're all in there. I'm just going to flick over because sometimes when you get screeners, you have dates and times and, you know, your, your screen is so crowded. I know, first world problems, but still, you, you want to see it in clarity so you can, you know, properly review it. So my wife and I started watching their half an hour episodes called Class of 07. And the premise is this. When an apocalyptic tidal wave hits during the 10-year reunion of an all-girl high school, a group of women must find a way to survive on the island peak of their high school campus. So it's the, the the campus is like high up it's it's like really high it was an all-girls mm -hmm. sort of run by nuns so it's a very strict but they still got up to a whole bunch of nonsense uh, it's all <laughs> girl but they did have a couple of men um that would like teaching and stuff there mm -hmm. as part of the school uh but apart from that all the students were female so what happens is uh we have our 10-year reunion they're still quite young, so I'm thinking it's probably 17, 18, and then 10 years on from that, they're all probably 27, 28. Uh, mm -hmm. So they look similar to how they did. The series basically is, I'm, I'm thinking of, what's the famous book? When the kids go on an island and then they uh, go... Lord of the Flies? Yeah, Lord of the Flies. So there's elements oh. There's elements of Lord of the Flies in it. Okay. But there's also elements of them trying to come to terms with, with what they went through in the school. Um, and so there's as, some like... As kids? As like kids, we, yeah. They, there's oh, some okay. deep trauma. There's mm. uh, uh, teachers getting up to nonsense. There's... Uh, one of the characters was like a bully and horrific to like all of the characters and then you mm. find out why so that the whole story is them trying to survive but also deal with their baggage now for me i was most interested in them trying to survive like um when your food runs out what do you do like <laughs> yeah who's gonna take who's gonna take charge rather than them all let themselves go who's gonna keep their moral morale up um, how long uh, are they going to stay there? Are they going to try and build something and go off on a raft and see if there's other land there or they're just going to sustain and hopefully that somebody else, if there's anybody left alive, that sort of thing. Um, so seeing them deal deal with like building toilets or trying to figure out how to get electricity working, uh, you know, what they can eat and what they can't eat. Can you fish now? Because is the stuff in the water okay to eat all of that kind of survival stuff i thought was really interesting and then mixing that in uh with the like 
some horrific stuff that they had to deal with uh, in that school uh, was very interesting. So because it's it's quick episodes, like 30 minutes, it really makes you want to watch the next episode. Now, we haven't finished it. We watched six of the eight. Um, but I'm fairly certain that's not going to end there. I don't think it's a one. I think it's a... Oh they'll probably show like a sort of cliffhanger of like maybe somebody else coming towards them in the ocean like oh there's one other person that will throw off the dynamic i think it'll be interesting if there's one guy that comes off like and then <laughs> and there's one man i think that would be interesting way to go with it but it's 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 a lot of fun one of the actresses you'll know from uh her name is emily browning she was in the again amazon prime series um American Gods. She was Laura Moon. She was very good in that. Mm. Uh, so, as I, I did want Kirsten to do a review with me, but we didn't get around to it because obviously it's a whole female cast and her perspective sure. was interesting. Yeah. I think she enjoyed it more than I did. So, that gives you okay. like, I'm, this is still the best thing I watched, but there were times I was just frustrated with them because they're being girls, you know, dealing with their stuff from their past. In the meantime, I'd be like, yeah, priorities. Shove all that stuff b- behind you, <laughs> and you deal with it another time, so you can survive. Like maybe figure out how you're going to live before you deal with your emotional stuff about how your friend bullied you or whatever. Uh, mm. Yeah. So is it is it more like drama, or is there action within this? Yeah, or? it's it's drama. It's it's okay. at times dramatic. Um, and, it's not like soap drama. There is definitely a okay. lot of that, but there is like drama from the story uh, point of view, like w- how they survive, mm-hmm. but how, how do I explain it? What decisions they make impact them on the survival part of it. And so it's like not thriller, but it's thrilling to watch because oh, you, sure. you're like, I would never do that. Or what are they doing with another person? The hierarchy that's still somehow becomes a thing um yeah i think it without doing spoilers seeing what the the the, who the girls become or what their past was like since their Mm -hmm. 10 years plays a big part in the storyline now which it uh, it was it was nice to see something different and fresh because it's taking that apocalyptic thing surrounded with water feels almost anime in a way um Mm -hmm. you know that premise and then you're having a drama llama with with these girls which you know you're seeing what girls get up to in their dorms and you know we're like i've got to have electricity because i you know i've got to wash my hair you know like priorities or there's always that one girl that like thinks she's more important like where's my louis mm. vuitton bag i can't you know i've lost my louis vuitton bag and she will eat all the food and she will eat drink all the you know, use the last water there's that one girl that's just like you can do without um or those caricatures that you love to hate Nice. Yeah, that adds adds a lot of drama, adds that conflict to it. That and you know they're just bad news. Ugh. Even if they even if later they might get a redemption arc, like right now, it's like I need you to die. Yeah, like yeah, you are not going to help me survive. Like maybe if this was a different circumstance, but right now you is if it's me or you, you're definitely gonna make us go towards death. <laughs> I need I need to keep you alive just in case I need to eat you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really the only that, reason. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cannibals here we come. <laughs> fun, fun. Well, I, I you were you were talking to me uh we were chatting 
uh, you know, yesterday and stuff uh, from well, at least from this recording. And so, yeah, I, I've got to, I've added that to my list because I think it sounds like fun and you know having a a quicker binge. Mm. I, that's appealing. Yeah, it also. is appealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and it is on. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it's on, on in Amazon the U.S. Prime. as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So outstanding. Well, uh, another Amazon Prime series, uh, Prime Video that came out this week um, was Swarm, mm. and uh, this messed up. It's. <laughs> um, I read. It debuted, it premiered at South by Southwest, which was going on uh, last week and this week. And like the first initial reviews, at least by maybe non-media people, were not too great. They, But they only saw the first two episodes. Right. Yeah. And they were like, you know, it's just. I can understand that then. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, they weren't, <laughs> yeah, they weren't happy with the show. Mm. Uh, it was kind of disgusting. They didn't like the direction of it. Not mm. so much that, not the direction of like how it's directed, but where it's going, where they felt the story was going, um, okay. which I get. Mm. Uh, but then there were also statements that were like, this is supposed to repulse you. It's not supposed to make you feel good. It's not supposed right. to be something that you, you get behind. Like, you're supposed to look at this with, like, the cocked head, like, what's wrong with this person? Mm. Um, and basically, it's it's from uh, Donald Glover is the co-creator of this. Nice. And it kind of lives in the world I read of um, of Atlanta, his other series. Like, Interesting. Like, it's not, it's not a spinoff of it. It's not that. But it kind of lives in that same universe. Okay. Um, Dominique Fishback is the star she stars as dre and she is phenomenal you have these um she's this obsessed fan with Mm -hmm. this um this artist called nyjah but really what happens is i mean this is kind of like a cautionary tale or a loosely based on or what could be definitely a fictionalized account of um beyonce like they call themselves the the bees, right? And that's what yeah, the beehive, in, yeah. In real life, is as far as I'm aware. It's also yeah, it's yeah. them, yeah, yeah. And so what you get is Dre and this beehive. They are rabid. Mm. So if anybody says anything negative about their favorite artist, they mm. attack on social media. They dox people. They do. It's all kinds of just. I mean, it's it's horrible, right? And what we watch though is when somebody who's wildly obsessed and also unhinged and then broken mm. um like emotionally for 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 a legitimate reason i mean there's a there's a legitimate like breaking point for her what she does from there and it becomes horrifying i mean it is just it's like jaw dropping unbelievable like whoa and it doesn't just stop once. I mean, it just continues on. There's a fantastical element to this, which is brought about because Dre is a very unreliable narrator. So we'll see sequences that <laughs> we're watching something play out. And then we then we see the ramifications of what really happened afterwards. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. That. So what she was seeing and what we were seeing through her eyes was not actually what was going on. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So you don't ever know, though, what you can believe moving forward. You know, is this is this really 
how it's playing out or is this her fantasy? And you begin to be able to really tell because the uh, the horrific things that you see happen, those are actually happening when it becomes this dreamy like state or where she's the hero. Hmm. That's definitely more of the, the dream setting and the hallucination and just the detachment from reality. It It's seven episodes. Um, they're, they're lengthy. Um, not all of them, though. That's the weird thing. I mean, they, they vary in length. I guess that's really what it is that they, you know, some are like 30 minutes. Some are, I think, like 45, 50-ish minutes. Um, so it tells just the amount of story that it needs for each episode. Um, you might be begin to see now um, Billie Eilish is in this and she is really, really good in oh, really? her character. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting or not expecting. Oh, buddy, the brave, here's something. Um, so anyway, she, she, a huge compliment to the, to the cast and to the storyline. Hmm. Um, this, it's not going to be for everybody and it's going to be maybe a little tough to get into it first because mm. the content is it's heavy and dark and just oppressive mm. and it doesn't leave you with like a great feeling throughout any of it. Yeah. Like there's always just this bleh type, but it's still entertaining. And I mean, I was like, it's funny. I didn't even want to start watching it. I had a ton of stuff to choose from that I needed to start screening this week. Mm. And this was like, almost at the bottom of my list and we played the trailer and my wife was like, Oh, that looks really interesting. Let, let's try that. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, I kind of begrudgingly, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to start with. Yeah. Oh, could not stop. Wow. I mean, it was just like, I was once the, once that first episode concluded and you're like, Ooh, hmm. the, the second one. And then they just build on each other. And it's like, wow, let's, I got to finish. I got to finish. I got to finish. And I'm lack of sleep and everything. Totally <laughs> worth it. So is it a contained story? It is. Yes. It, um, they, they called it like season one. I don't know why they just didn't say it was a limited series because I don't see how it could continue on. Right. And if it did, it, I wouldn't be, I don't think I'd be interested because right. it, it wraps itself up mm. in a vague ish, but still satisfying way. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We, we, like I mentioned, we watched the first episode and there's 20 minutes of the second episode and it, mm -hmm. yeah, it, like, like you said, I don't think it will be for everyone, but it's, it's good to hear that it actually, it's, I don't know if it's finding its feet's the right thing, but it you've got to let it play out. It's one of those series that it seems to be that you need to give three episodes, maybe four, until you're completely hooked and absorbed into that story. Yeah, it's it's definitely and it's a character it's a character study of mm. of of the obsession and stuff. And this I do think you're gonna have to be in the mood to wanna start mm. this because yeah. of how yeah. dark oh, we it weren't. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I get that. Totally get that. Mm. so okay yeah. nice um moving on mm -hmm. uh oh, oh. <laughs> is that beavis and butthead <laughs> no that was me <laughs> trying to do elvis oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's better <laughs> you need the you need the lip curl there a little bit <laughs> right oh oh oh, oh. oh. I look more like Stallone. Adrian. 
Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so Netflix put out a new adult animation series called Agent Elvis. There's 10 episodes. They're about 20 minutes apiece. The voice for Elvis is Matthew uh-huh. McConaughey. And I didn't oh, know nice. that I needed that in my life until I heard him. It's mm. his mix of his buttery voice that like you can listen to to make you sleepy. It even has like sleep apps, the Matthew McConaughey. Now what you need <laughs> to do is just, you know, all right, all right, all right, go and look at the the, the, the stars and that, but then adding like a, an Elvis twang and it just fits perfectly. I was just like, okay, I'm down for him at least. Apparently, uh, diehard fans of Elvis Presley are not impressed that they've done this with his character. I say, whatever, because even Priscilla, who's one of the co-creators of this, um, has written, created, and starred, like, voices in this. Like, so the the, the Presleys all, you know, all thumbs up. This is their baby. So they wouldn't have greenlit it if they didn't think it was, you know, good for it. I had a blast. Um, it's not going to be for everyone because it's very adult in nature. The animation mm. itself, very, very cool. This is Sony Animation's first foray into an adult animation. So, that, you know, we've seen them do Spider-Man. We've seen, you know, and they've, they're excellent at the animation. So the animation itself, very fun, lends itself well to kind of when it's set, you know, when Elvis was at that age. Uh, mm. The fun comes with the, the characters that are hyper realized so you have a monkey or a chimpanzee that is like he's sort of i don't know i don't know if i even class him as a friend he's just there living with him he wears a nappy but elvis understands him like when he goes uh this chimp is highly intelligent was one of the chimps that was gonna that was an astronaut you know they sent to Mm. space that kind of one uh he must have rescued him at some point elvis and uh, this ch- this chimp smokes cigars, has all, all types of drugs. It, he is a partier, like the craziest thing. He Elvis classes his monkey friends when he's going on a mission. He's the grenade or the explosion that he pulls when he's in a bit of trouble. It's like, okay, I need to get out. I don't see a way out. Release the monkey. Um, <laughs> so that he has a team that's like a, a um a hillbilly uh, his, his best friend also is a hillbilly genius um no and yeah uh <laughs> so that makes up his team he gets recruited by this secret secret uh very powerful agency um that has ties and hands in all of i like in all all around the world uh oh, okay <laughs> i bet you will pick up other voice actors like johnny knoxville who plays bobby ray who i think is the the best friend uh don child or child john cheadle is the commander who's kind of in charge of the um mm. these guys uh, one of my favorite uh, jason man manzelki from <laughs> he's he's in parks and rec he's yeah. the the fragrance guy yeah yeah <laughs> He <laughs> plays Howard Hughes, uh, oh, a, really? but a really crazy scientist version of Howard Hughes, which I think Howard Hughes was slightly, but like taking yes. that character and like I said, hyper realize them. So all the mm. characters you get in this animation are as crazy you expect them to be. And then bigger than that, like larger than life. 
And so at one stage, an example of an episode, you will have Alvis going to one of his concerts or a concert. The bunch of hippies is like Woodstock and a speaker that that echoes green sound effects turns these hippies into zombie hippies. And so <laughs> <laughs> now there is going to be a bloodbath uh, because they've got to take them down and stop the, the, the speakers or what the, the gadget, the doohickey that mm. is creating them. Um, and there's a big arc about Elvis's background. He's like where he was, something happened to him. Um, and that's kind of what you want to find out that draws itself into the, the main story. Uh, there's like a, a bit of like tangents of who this company is and why it's connected to him, all of that. My word, uh, bad language all throughout, okay. uh, <laughs> some sex stuff. And the violence is gory uh, and and very creative. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right uh, if you think about the boys' diabolical uh, animation series, did you ever see oh, that? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's about as crazy as that. Okay. It's a lot of fun, but I also don't think you need to binge watch it. It's one of those that you've taken bite-sized pieces. Like mm. one or two episodes will be enough, you know, or maybe enough <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> saying, okay that's enough for me today <laughs> this is as far as i'm gonna go. it's also fast and frenetic so some of the dialogue lines are jokes but you're still catching up to what they said because there's a lot kind of mixing Going in on to there. it yeah mm-hmm. so there might be a joke on screen that was referenced earlier or something was so funny or risky to say because at the time or the monkey or the person they're all those characters that you could yeah. never take home to you know, your mother right they're, they're, mm-hmm. you're like no <laughs> stop speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so it's a lot of fun different cool well that's good i'm glad it's uh, glad it's a lot of fun i knew i mean first off the anime right up your right up your alley there or just the, mm. the adult animation you know in that style so that's that's fun does it feature uh like elvis music in there or even like there's so much Elvis music music. yeah there's so much Elvis music yeah um also also sorry I can't see you anymore your camera's gone Mike oh that oh my gosh I've dropped off the face of the earth there much much later I don't know what you're talking about were you done with Agent Elvis? Elvis, we were, yeah, that's fine. We'll move on. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I, I don't. I don't want to cut you off. I just. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you, there may be a weird can... time jump in this, or a weird edit because Chris's internet has kind of taken a poop. Uh, Ruben can't even right, see. Can me kind of see your pixelated. No, I can see your pixelated face Ooh. now. Well, there we go. That's fine. Um, (laughs) At least you can hear me. Uh, This should be, when all is said and done, you should be able to see me also. Uh, But we're going to continue on. Um, Next thing we're going to talk about was The Last of Us, the season finale. And I know you got to see the whole whole series, but I was watching it. Yeah, that's old hat for me now. I can barely remember it, Chris. So long ago. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow what an emotional episode it was so so good and when i don't want to give spoilers even though it's been out for it's been out for week, and everybody knows it because everybody that's played the game is okay as knows it so sure spoilers when, <laughs> yeah yeah we'll just say it's spoilers here that when when joel goes to rescue ellie mm-hmm. the the ruthlessness, the decisiveness, the the no nonsense 
action that he takes was uh, wow. Let, let mean, me ask you, yeah. do you think he made the right decision? Um, yes. Is Ellie going to be happy about that decision? Absolutely not. Um, and that's really going to set up the, the course for season two and three. Yeah. Um, Can't wait. But, yeah. but yes, I do. I mean, because, you know, there's that whole, that whole discussion of, you know, um, Joel's saying that Marlene wasn't letting Ellie, you know, or Marlene's argument was that you don't, Joel, you can't make this decision for Ellie. You know, you can't, but then Marlene but she, was actually doing that. Yeah, but she didn't get to choose. Uh, Ellie didn't know what was going to happen to her. And so that I'm pretty sure that's what Joel was thinking. If that was me, my thinking would be no, at, at the cost of the, the big thing, mm. uh, which is horrific. But at the same time, the world has already gone to poop and I'm not going to lose another daughter. For, for a guess. Yes, right. I guess because they still don't know. They say, "Yeah, they were saying," but they don't know. Yeah. the 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 one thing, the reason that I think Ellie is going to is just going to be like pissed, like Mm. like overly, is first off that she talks about the the amount of death, the trail of death behind her that she feels responsible for, starting with her mom, even though. It's not really her fault. I mean, no. none of this is, I mean, the, like you said, the world has gone to crap. Yeah. So bad things are happening to people. So it's not, it's not her. I mean, yes. Are people trying to save her, transport her, get her, whatever? Sure. Mm. People die in that process, but they would do that anyway. Mm. So, you know, um, but I think really what it's the biggest thing that's going to come down to is she asks Joel the question, Yeah. you know, were you telling me the truth? Yeah. And swear. And now, she, I think she knows he's lying. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I think he he also may know that she knows that he's lying. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just it. Wow. I mean the 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 whole storytelling, like from the from the entire beginning of the series, but. But in this, I mean, it was so climactic. It was just so tense, so mm. emotional. Like you're right there along for the ride and just you feel his fear and his like why he's doing what he's doing. Because, yeah, you're right. He I can't lose another daughter. Yeah. I mean, those, those conversations about the guy that shot him but missed, mm. you know, and and who that guy really was. I mean, that's what a powerful conversation there about him, you know, giving up. And then not giving up and choosing to move forward. And yeah, it's, I think we're in for some devastation. Um, The consequences for what Joel did is the storyline for the next season. mm. So um, not necessarily just from what Eddie would think, but for that whole scene, Mm -hmm. it has consequences. So, and it should do because what he did was horrific. Um, It was awesome. It was yes. badass. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was like, you go, Joel. <laughs> Dude, yeah. when he when he talks to the doctor and the doctor, like he he gives the doctor an instruction and the doctor says no, 
there's no more talking. There's no hesitation. It, yeah. 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 It was, which I was like, yes, that's good. Just that's he what just you need. That you need off. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He was one mind yeah. right there and save his daughter. Mm -hmm. and, you know, Delhi. So, yeah, no, it's it outstanding. I, I cannot wait. I was thrilled when I heard the news that um, they've decided to tell part two in two seasons because i think that's the right call the second time. game is so much bigger there's a lot mm. more story and it is two stories um so it, it and then that like merges you actually play one character and then the game shifts tone and you play a whole different character oh wow okay yeah. so it's it's very integral um nice. it, for those that haven't played the game like if you thought it was heavy in the first season man alive <laughs> season two <laughs> the, the, the second game was like <laughs> yeah it's 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 tough but i'm looking forward to see how they put that out there because they put so much in that like if they did it in a way that was honoring to the game uh but also embellished in the story like the stuff about the mom uh we never mm -hmm. saw that in the game that wasn't in the game uh no. yeah which is awesome uh, the things they changed with like the vine and the connectedness of the instead of doing the the masks and breathing mm -hmm. they did away with that and did like the vines and connection to i guess make it more realistic to have the actors be able to act see emotion much more the, the steaminess it's just much easier like i get it it makes sense uh, yeah. those changes i did i didn't mind i thought they worked well uh, the creations, the zombies themselves my goodness some of them are terrifying the brutes i think is episode five uh, where he comes out of the ground he comes out of the ground the whole, yeah. oh. holy crap man that was so well done never mind the clickers themselves were terrifying oh yeah yeah the, the sound the, the, oh. well and when they hired that gymnast in that same episode they hired that like teenage gymnast to be the one that attacks um or that chases ellie in the car mm. and she's like flipping over herself and walking in kind of weird ways and you're like yeah oh, that was great yeah so well so done good uh, but some horrific moments just in this season, some of my favorites, where they meet uh, a couple of young lads. Um, mm. That whole scene, like, I was like, yeah, they're traveling with, with really good people. They're not nasty. Mm. When it cuts to the next morning and you, you with your heart, you kind of know, mm -hmm. right, as she goes to touch the little kid's shoulder, I'm like, flip. That was devastating. Oh yeah the, the yeah that whole that whole sequence and then the ramifications that happen when when he's oh gosh dude i was i was not i was not prepared for that no like i was just because we just got to know them and we instantly fall in love with these characters because they are nice people like they they seem genuine they're good and oh, yeah so yeah. Sorry, Chris, you are stuttering again and you sound like a robot. Well, I am a robot. A few moments later. We'll we'll move on from The Last of Us. Uh did you have anything else? Yeah. Um I presume this is one that we're both gonna talk about. I th I thought this was gonna be on your list. Uh, do you have more? I have one more, but it's not the one I think that you think I'm gonna talk about. Okay. Um, okay, well, I'll talk about it. Uh, cool. Shadow and Bone Season 2. Oh. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was better than the first season. And 
it took me a while to get into the second season because I th- I think I'd, I'd forgotten it's been a long time. It's a, It wasn't just your traditional next year. It was at least two years since then, probably two and a half years. Uh, so it, it like I got to get back into that the Grishaverse. Uh, season two was refreshing. I think also for those that haven't, for those that haven't read the books, but for those that have read the books, it's refreshing because they totally went a new way. Basically, they took bits of the story from the Crow book that isn't part of the Grishaverse trilogy. Um, the Crows being the storyline that they kind of start us on, really, and have a very integral part to the second season. But they, they, they have, we have so many stories on tangent at the beginning that we're following, um, I think at least three maybe a fourth now and then yeah there is a fourth yeah i was just thinking about that uh, the fourth mm. plays one that they haven't completed yet uh but that comes down to a big crescendo at the end uh and they do they complete a nice arc so it feels very feels very satisfying but because of the pacing and how much they put in there it's a much faster what felt like a much faster series there's a definitely much more action in this one once they get going and some of those action set pieces were amazing i thought very well choreographed between because you got lewis tan who's an amazing martial artist uh, mm-hmm. but then you also see for the first time i think this is what fans wanted the real use of all of their powers going ham like there's a big those i think episode seven is probably my favorite for the 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 action because eight is really kind of almost setting up they're finishing the arc and then setting up for whatever they want to do with next and seven is that the crescendo of all the previous episodes coming together where there's the big kind of battle um and then seeing them all use their powers at each other i think that's what fans wanted to see and because we're on episode seven they have been working up to that point by giving us a lot more character definition to care about so we've had some great um couples forming i guess mm-hmm. uh, We've seen the ones in, in jail, which is, that's a heartbreaking story. We've seen um, the gunslinger, who I love. <laughs> I think he's fantastic. And he is, yeah. his relationship with uh, <laughs> the explosive expert <laughs> uh, that, that that's forming, I thought it was, it was wonderful because they're so different characters, but you can see they really like each other. They enjoy, they get each other. I thought their relationship in the books was one of my favorite and i know that's the, what mm. fans were looking forward to it's like one of the big relationships and i think they did a really good job with that uh, i do feel like they rushed a little bit in the the second so there's there's three tiers of um powers that uh what if uh, alina had to get mm-hmm. um she got the first one the deer uh, and then she had to get another two. And the third one was really like the whole book of the third book. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so two and three, they just kind of went, and we're going to put some crows in there. And there was obviously like gutting stuff that they didn't think was necessary. I still think it worked really well. I'm very interested to see what they're going to do now, though. <laughs> I agree, because it the way that it ended, mm. like it, it felt wrapped up like if they mm. if they didn't continue on we could be satisfied because we just see these characters now kind of going off on adventures and we just you know. we could be satisfied except for one storyline and that's to do in the jail like that 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 would irk me <laughs> yeah well and also i guess also because of the um alina storyline really 
I mean, there's mm. there's some you oh, know, true, where very it, true. Yeah, because that's I don't remember going that way. I was like, there's that in the book. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like you. It it did. The season took me a little bit to get into. Mm. Um, and I think maybe a little bit of that was just like trying to re reconnect with the characters again. Um, but I think it was also because it was just kind of it was scattered. Mm. And, you know, that there were, we have a lot of things going on in a lot of different locations, even though they're all working towards the same goal. Mm. And which ultimately I didn't mind because I liked what they were doing because it allowed to then focus more mm. on certain characters. Like um, Kaz's story, like takes a big, a True. big prominence at, at yeah. ports, you know, and, and getting to know more about him because he's one of my favorite characters i mean the crows themselves like that for me that's the most interesting part i like watching them together interact um mm. i but, could yeah by the time yeah i so say it, it, it took a while for me to get into the the crows because i was just not uh, i thought the other storyline was more interesting at the time like the first two episodes mm, uh-huh. but when you get more into the story with what the, the crows are sent out on this really integral mission they they're ready have established like stuff going on with them and i like the leader because he's so broken because of his past mm-hmm. um that he makes like all these these decisions that he makes are influenced by his past um but his team look to him to lead them uh, yeah. because obviously the assassin she's awesome but she she's tethered to her past and she needs mm-hmm. him to sort that out for her which he's promised to do uh yeah so there's, there's all these little bits that make their storyline really interesting probably more in depth than the main arc actually to be fair because the main arc is almost paint by numbers bad guy got to you- defeat him <laughs> be get a better more power to defeat him sort of thing mm-hmm mm. Yeah, no, I, I think I like this season ultimately better than mm. the first season. I thought it was, I thought it was more emotionally engaging, um, mm. and and some of that is just because we're setting up the world in the first season. Yeah. You know, you're establishing all these characters, and now we know who they are for the most part, so we can dive more into into the minutia and the, the smaller nuances of of their characters and what they're doing. So, yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if. If Netflix continues with this, mm. um, I don't have my hopes set high for that. As much as I would like to see what they do with it, it yeah. feels like a very expensive series. The costumes, the sets, they're all were excellent. Yeah. Uh, and considering how long it took them, they'll probably want to release those actors on their contracts because uh, to keep them around, they still have to pay them. But if they release them, then it releases mm-hmm. not just the budget of the movie, but all the actors. So it's it's a mm-hmm. big thing for them to, and with what Netflix are doing currently, who knows? Like they're they're all <laughs> over the place. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man. Okay. Uh, the last thing that that's on my list, um, mm-hmm. and I'm only going to briefly touch on this because I think we'll we'll talk about it more in coming weeks. Okay. But. Um, I had the opportunity to see Dungeons and Dragons oh, man, Honor I'm Among Thieves. I'm so jealous. I'm actually jealous that you got to go see it. This is like one of my films. I've been quietly like, if I don't, I want to see this film and John Wick this year. Like, D and D, come on. <laughs> I, I think you're gonna have fun with it. It, the story. I mean, it's a, it's like what two hours and fifteen minutes, two hours and fourteen minutes, something like that. It's a longer movie. Okay. Um, I 
don't think it needs to be that long necessarily. Mm. Um, the For me, it took a little bit at the beginning to kind of find its footing. Okay. Like it's, it's setting up the world for us. But also weirdly, it, um, it didn't set up, like they kind of tell us or introduce us to the land very mm. quickly. Um, and then, and we see on a map very quickly, like way more than what we're told about. Um, and even once we get to these lands, there's not a lot that we're, that we're told. And I, so I think there was opportunity for, for more world building within right. that. Um, just because like knowing I've only played one type of D and D scenario. And that was the one that you wrote, which was a ton <laughs> of fun. Um, <laughs> But then, you know, I mean, like watching Stranger Things as yeah, they yeah. do their campaigns yeah, yeah. and stuff, you know, or Critical Role um, and Vox Machina, those mm. those types of things. You know, so there's there's a lot of world building that goes in to, to describe this, yes. you know, for there. Yeah. And this, there wasn't as much of that, um, at least initially. I got to say, though, once it once it finally begins to click and it's starting to work, mm. I was laughing out loud. I mean, the comedy was amazing. There were so many points that it's just like, (laughs) you know, and, and a lot of it comes down to the, um, I mean, the comedic delivery, like Chris Pine has some amazing timing Mm. and, and his sarcastic voice works like it's not overly sarcastic mm. it's more of almost um is he dry y- yeah yeah mm. you know kind of disbelief at a character and so he's describing or talking to himself about what a character is doing and it's just naturally <laughs> funny um you know the, the whole cast though like michelle rodriguez with she's awesome in mm. this so much fun you have um Jean, um oh yeah from bridgerton page yes yes he he's not in the movie a ton okay but he is awesome in the part that he's in Um, he has he has this quality to him that i think you're gonna really enjoy because he feels like another character from another franchise that we've seen Ah. um except way more intelligent right okay Uh, so um When's, when's this coming out chris the in the u.s it comes out march 31st uh, okay, that's not too far at all. I think yeah. it's, I think so, we have to wait longer than that. Do you? Re- oh, that's mm. that. it. I mean, the whole movie. There are. It's. I want to say some of it is predictable, like mm. some of the story arc, but that's okay. Like it, that part didn't bother me because it it it's following along the story that I want to see. You know, you know, kind of where, like, I think I know where it's going and I'm okay with that direction because it feels satisfying. And mm. what we get was satisfying. It was fun. It was, um, yeah, way more, way more funny than I thought it was going to be. The action mm. is, is a lot of fun too. There are some, um, I think the special effects are for the most part are really good. Um, I think there was a couple pieces here and there that, you know, it might be a little rough mm. and, and because also, because I saw a screener so early, they, they might be going back in and finalizing some things, True. you know, yeah. later or that anything else. So it's, yeah. 
yeah, so I can't I I can't like hang my hat on that or just die on that hill that <laughs> none of the graphic or you know some of the graphics are terrible because you know I don't remember them being terrible. Mm. Um, I think the whole cast. I think you're going to have a lot of fun with this. I think for for D and D fans, I think there's a ton of stuff in there that that people will pick up on that like I didn't. I don't know. Like there's Easter eggs. I'm sure just galore in yeah. there. Um, as somebody though who has played one little campaign, mm. you know, and, bar- and basically doesn't know much about the game or the world. Yeah. I was able to get into the story and have a lot of fun with it still. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it, cause it comes down to the story. I mean, does the yeah. story capture you? Does it, does it present you with, a, uh, you know, a complication that you want to see your characters figure out and work through? Yes. Mm. And, you know, and I liked the characters. So that's, that's also the the whole the whole dynamic of the 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 group the the fellowship whatever you want to call them they're they're a lot of fun and they have great chemistry within them that's what um, i got from the trailer they look like they're having fun together and the film doesn't seem to take itself too seriously uh so that there's a lot of banter between like the craziness that's ensuing with their they work and that's what you Absolutely. need because that's basically a campaign that you, you know, you, you, you talking weird crap and, you know, messing with each other <laughs> in your storyline. But in the meantime, there's a demigorgon that you got to fight. You know, that's, <laughs> that's D and D. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. No, it was, it was a blast. It was crazy to watch. Um, the cast, they click well, they, they work well together and they just deliver a lot of fun. And so it, mm. yeah, it's, I, I can't wait for you to see it. I think you're, I think you're going to have a blast with it. Mm. Um, because, and I think I, everybody I, yeah, will. I love these yeah. type of films, these escapers and adventure films. That's my, that's my jam, man. Yeah. Totally. And that, that's exactly what this is. I mean, this is, this is the great time at the movies, you yeah. know? So cool that that's all on my list do you have more no that's all on my list for now uh you can hear us talk about something in the exclusive audio so i'll wait to talk about that in the audio okay sweet sweet well hey we thank you uh for for joining us uh apologize for some of the the technical difficulties on chris's side um (laughs) is what it is there internet is kind of wonky sometimes but uh please you can always tweet at us at best we watched don't forget that for a pound or like a dollar 30 maybe it's a little bit more than that now because the dollar seems to be slipping even more but regardless Mm. uh for just a very 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 low entry price uh you can gain access to a crap ton of videos on our patreon patreon.com slash the bearded ones it's on the screen it's in the description and uh we invite you to check that out uh there are different tiers and um just so you know that that support from there in exchange for getting exclusive content the funds that are raised they go to help offset just the cost of the production here um the the technology we use um isn't free and so it you know there is investment within there and so that helps to offset that uh we would love for you to like ruben said uh visit our audio podcast where you get more there's Mm. i mean it's just more there's a reason to go there because there's exclusive uh movie reviews and then we also talk about uh, some entertainment news and some of the items that are coming up in the next week that uh, you might want to put on your radar. Mm. Uh, please, uh, you can also 
watch our channels, which you are doing right now. But if you're <laughs> watching Chris's channel, click over and watch Ruben's channel and like, share, and subscribe him, Ruben, the Ruby Tuesday. If you're watching on Ruben's channel, and come over to Chris's for a second <laughs> and like, share, and subscribe, and then go back to his. So either way, uh, I'm Movies and Munchies. Uh, we thank you so much for just spending your time with us. We hope you had fun. We had fun. We'll see you next week. All right? Take care. Bye.